This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. She practiced seriously. She would drive as many as a thousand balls a day. She would take lessons for five or six hours and play till her hands were blistered and bleeding. On one hole, she drove at the British Ladies Amateur Championship in Scotland. On one hole, she drove a, a ball so far that a spectator whispered, she must be Superman's sister. That was Dr. Karen LeCompte talking about a woman who was one of the greatest athletes of the 20th century, Babe Diedrichsen Saharius. I'm Milan Verveer, and this is Seneca's 100 Women to Hear. We are bringing you 100 of the world's most inspiring and history-making women you need to hear. Babe Diedrichsen Zaharias is not as well-remembered as she should be, but she dominated the sports world in the 1930s, 40s, and 50s. She's immortalized as a legend on the golf course. She not only helped found the LPGA, she also won 17 golf tournaments in a row. But she was tremendous in just about every sport she tried, including baseball, swimming, and even football. In the 1932 Olympics, she became the only person ever, male or female, to win individual medals in separate track and field events. That included gold medals in the 80-meter hurdles and the javelin throw. To find out more, we talked to Dr. Karen LeCompte, an associate professor at Baylor University, who has written about Babe Diedrichsen Zaharias. Listen and learn why Babe Diedrichsen Zaharias is one of Seneca's 100 Women to Hear. 
I'm delighted to be here today with Dr. Karen LeCompte, who is an expert on the legendary Babe Diedrichsen Zacharias. Welcome so much, um, Dr. LeCompte. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Babe Diedrichsen Zacharias once said, my goal was to be the greatest athlete who ever lived. Do you think she met that goal? And what would you describe as her real legacy, her lasting impact? Well, Babe Didgritson was born on June 26, 1911. She was actually the sixth of seven children of Norwegian immigrants, Ole Nicoline and Hannah Marie Olsen. She was named Babe as an infant. After all, the sixth child to come along was named Babe. But she was known as the baby, and her older brother could not pronounce this. So it was soon after shortened to Babe, and that stuck. She was born in Port Arthur, Texas, but after the hurricane in 1915 that severely affected the Gulf Coast area, many families moved further inland to Beaumont, approximately 20 miles east of Port Arthur. The family settled, and Babe spent most of her childhood there, playing outside, jumping and running and doing all the things that would one day make her the world's most famous woman athlete or famous athlete. The thing about Babe was she had a really competitive spirit. Um, she eventually went to Dallas to play with the Cyclones and worked as a file clerk for her employer's casualty company. But that was not her first championship. She um, participated in track and field and even golf while in elementary school. Her first big tournament, interestingly enough, was a boys' marble tournament. From then on, Babe was tough enough to beat in any sport. Boxing, billiards, skating, archery, baseball, football, swimming, water polo, bowling, polo, checkers, dominoes, and gin rummy. She often said, I don't see any point in playing the game if you don't win. She was the most recognized and titled champion in track and field events, in baseball and golf at the time when women struggled for equal rights and the nation faced tremendous societal changes. Well, she certainly does sound competitive, and who would have thought that marbles could lead to uh, so many other achievements? Um, and she did triumph, as you so beautifully said, in golf and basketball, baseball, track and field. She won two gold medals in track and field at the 1932 Olympics, and she became a pro golfer and won 10 LPGA major championships. So what was it about her uh, in her personality and upbringing beyond what you've already told us? What was she like as a person? Well, she was a happy gal. She not only brought her style and grit to golf, but her personality. She was like the happiest girl anyone ever saw, according to her teammate, Patty Barb. She brought humor and excitement to the game like a kid. And sometimes she was kind of crass in her, in her um, personality. Russell Friedman writes about how she influenced the game because she had so much flair and color. In January 1949, 
Babe and George Zacchaeus met with Fred Cocoron and golfer Patty Barb at the Venetian Hotel in Miami, Florida, and drew up the charter for the Ladies Professional Golf Association. Berg volunteered to be the first president. They believed that with a formal organization to promote the game, more women golfers would want to compete as professionals. She just stood out over everyone. Um, Her friends later recalled um, that she just, um, one time she snapped that she had a bad day. Everybody has a bad day once in a while. And she suddenly snapped the putter over her knee like a toothpick and hauled it off and threw it to pieces in the woods. (laughs) So (laughs) she had lots of personality. Sure sounds like it. And you had mentioned um, that it was not particularly an easy time uh, for women to achieve the kind of heights she did as an athlete. Describe some of those uh, social and cultural obstacles that she had to overcome. Absolutely. In November of 1932, American voters used the power of democracy and voted strongly in favor of Franklin Delano Roosevelt as a response to the nation's economic conditions. Life for many American families was a desperate state, poor living conditions, and little food. The Olympic Games provided a much-needed distraction. However, Milan women had only been able to vote for 12 years. Women were pushing gender limits in social realms, and the Olympics were no exception. Women were only allowed to enter three events. Babe broke four world records. She won the javelin throw with 143 feet, four inches, won the 80-meter hurdles, twice breaking the previous world records, By the way, her best time was 11.7 seconds, and she made a world record high jump. But the jump was disallowed, and she was awarded second place. Wow. And and did things change ever so slowly, or uh, was there greater progress after she, as a woman, demonstrated her capabilities? Did it change for other women sooner rather than later, or was it still a hard slog? I think it's still a hard slug, and and it's in my opinion that in some ways it's still a hard slug today. Um, many women are pushing the boundaries and glass ceilings. Um, they led the way. Uh, many women today talk about having to walk around in high heels because there's so much glass on the floor. But <laughs> they've... Um, They've certainly broke those barriers, and she, but still, it was a difficult time. Um, in 1954, she won the U.S. Open in Peabody, Massachusetts, and entered the record books with the legendary performance. Um, thousands of people watched her shoot 72, 71, 73, and 75. Wow. Um, I know. Isn't that amazing? Uh, she was called, um, Mac, let's see, Newsweek magazine called her Mrs. Golf. And she is known to be the richest female athlete in the world at the time, accruing over $300,000 from tournaments. But she also, through her role in movie shorts, endorsements, 
and publishing and radio contracts um, achieved her fame as the world's most famous athlete. Well, how was that transition? She started out as an Olympian in track and field uh, and then went on to be one of the greatest golfers, as you've just described. It doesn't seem that most human beings, uh, athletes as good as they are, could be so compellingly successful in this way, in two different ways. Well, she transcended stereotypes, and she was far more complex, contradictory, and a very enduring character. I think she would tell today's athletes to break barriers, build confidence through your competitive nature, don't worry about what others think, laugh, and enjoy the hard work. I love this quote. She said, a reporter once asked Babe, is there anything you don't like to do? She said, yes, play with dolls. (laughs) She sounds absolutely fascinating. And we know that she was gaining fame around the same time as another groundbreaking woman, Amelia Earhart, who made her solo transatlantic flight in 1932. Do you think that they had much in common? I do. I think that both women had characteristics of intense concentration and competitiveness. During tournament play, Babe almost always seemed cool and calm, no matter how intense the pressure. Certainly, Amelia had to have the same characteristics. Both were not good sports about losing to anything. And as I said earlier, once when Babe played with friends, she kind of lost her temper and got mad. But um, both women um, really excelled in using their competitiveness and their concentration to achieve their goals. I find it fascinating that Amelia was actually a fashion connoisseur. She wanted to make the bomber jacket and the pants and the boots that she wore part of women's um, statement as strong and competitive women. And I think that Babe used her talents and her competitiveness at sports to achieve the same goal. Well, what about there being champions for other women? Certainly, Earhart was considered a feminist and someone who was conscious of blazing trails for other women. Can we say the same of Babe? Did she articulate any of that ever? She did, um, because she believed in don't worry about what others think. Um, There is some controversy about her relationships with other women, but who really knows? I mean, she... uh, She wanted to have a child. She wanted to have a family, but that didn't really happen for her. And so rather than being um, distraught or being upset about that, she just laughed and enjoyed the hard work that um, was before her. And I think for both women, that competitiveness drove and blazed the trail for other women to rise at a time when you know, there was social strife and women were not conceived. After all, as I said earlier, they hadn't even been able to vote for that long. Mm-hmm. And demonstrated capabilities, both of them, that uh, defied expectations of women, certainly in their time. And it's certainly something that still stays with us. Seneca's 100 Women to Hear will be back after this short break. 
If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. You had talked uh, a little bit already about her just extraordinary abilities as a golfer. And I read that Golf Digest had called her performance the most incredible performance in golf history. Why would Golf Digest uh, say that? She's relatively unknown to today's young generation of sports fans. But actually, she um, she started playing um, with her as I said, her concentration, her unlimited self-confidence, but she practiced seriously. She like would drive as many as a thousand balls a day. She would take lessons for five or six hours and play till her hands were blistered and bleeding. Um, she, on one hole, she drove uh, at the um, British Ladies Amateur Championship in Scotland, on one hole, she drove a, a ball so far that a spectator whispered, she must be Superman's sister. She dominated professionally, and she dominated women's golf. Amazing. Well, what got you so interested in her? Well, I teach, um, I teach teachers, 
And so I have the opportunity and the honor of teaching uh, mostly young women who are going to be um, who are going to be prof- uh, teachers in the field. And I wanted to find someone who was relatively unknown, as I said, in today's generation and look at someone who overcame barriers at a time when it was really difficult to overcome them. And so I was interested in Babe, number one, because she was in Texas, and number two, because of her incredible drive and competitiveness and her focus on the goals. And if we could get more young women to really even understand that women have paid the way that we are standing on the shoulders of women like Amelia and Babe, and we're standing on their shoulders and learning to tackle barriers in ways that are unprecedented. What a great world this would be. What you just said about standing on the shoulders is such a great lesson to convey. Absolutely. And especially for teachers who are touching the lives of young students. You know, by doing that, they are able to inspire very young girls, even in elementary school, that um, there's nothing in their life that is impossible for them to do. It takes hard work. It takes practice. And it takes a little laughter. And it takes, <laughs> it takes an attitude of don't worry about what others think. Well, and how how smart of you on your part to be able to use her uh, as a lesson to convey to these up-and-coming teachers. I think that's quite striking. In immersing yourself as you have uh, in into Babe's history, what have you learned about her that perhaps you never anticipated? What was surprising? I think what was the most surprising to me was her tenacity. Um, you know, coming from a, a working class family in Beaumont, Texas, um, practicing sports in her backyard, her, um, her parents set up, you know, courses for her to work on, um, you know, things for her to jump and practice on and supported her and being the six of the seven of seven children and gave her the opportunity, you know, to play outside an awful lot. In the Texas heat, which gave her endurance. And so from a very early on stage, I mean, she understood the importance of tenacity and never giving up. Great lessons for anybody at any time. And she died very early uh, in her 40s. Uh, She died of cancer in 1956. She died of cancer, and she didn't really want to ever give up. And probably dying of cancer was something that was um, particularly depressing and frustrating for her because her body began to break down on her. But yet, you know, she really kept on transcending those stereotypes. And that's what makes her far more complex and a very enduring character um, in that, you know, we can see her tenacity, her drive for success, her desire to win at all cost, and most of all, focused on the goal, focused on the goal that she had in mind. Um, 
cancer is a disastrous disease, and she lived life to the very fullest until she no longer had a life to live. And that's inspiring as well. And what do you think she would make of today's women athletes, given everything you've just told us about her and her tenacity, competitive spirit, resilience? I think she would be proud of today's athletes. I think she would tell them just to keep going. Never stop working for that fourth quadruple jump. Never stop working for that um, breaking the next record or, or transcending the next goal that you can do better and better and better. And most of all, she would tell them, don't worry about what others think. Mm-hmm. A lesson for everybody. <laughs> Indeed. You told us how you use the story of Babe and her life to inspire up-and-coming teachers. How did you get interested in her? Well, at one point in my career, I wrote articles for um, a state magazine. And I found the story of Babe when looking for extraordinary women um, in Texas history. And so when I came along her story, and it was so obviously um, obviously inspirational in all of the all of her accomplishments that I was just thought, okay, I have to teach this to young children. And I use the National Council for the Social Studies framework and which is about college, career, and civic life as um, and to frame the story of babe and her accomplishments. And um, we, I developed several lessons that teachers used, a gallery walk, for example. I uh, did a character profile, a two-tiered timeline where you kind of look at uh, societal, national societal changes during the period of Babe's life, and then a timeline of her accomplishments to help students understand the historical context in which she lived. Well, we're delighted that you got so interested in her back when and have been with us today to uh, tell us more about this legendary, extraordinary athlete, Babe Diedrichson Zacharias. So, Dr. Karen LeCompte, thanks so much for being with us and for uh, bringing her to our attention in a way that we can take lessons from her life as well. Thank you. You are so welcome. And in the words of Babe, play hard, laugh, and don't worry about what others think. What a life. Here are three things I took from that conversation. Today's women athletes are standing on the shoulders of greats like Babe Diedrichson Zaharias. And it pays to remember them. Babe faced not only physical challenges but also the sexism and stereotypes of her day. And her response to them was to laugh and continue doing what she was doing. Second, her tenacity is an example to us all. She was gifted with natural athletic ability, but she practiced till her hands bled, took every opportunity to compete, and refused to stop playing even when she was dying of cancer. Finally, Babe's ultimate lesson to women everywhere is, as Dr. LeCompte says, keep going, 
Never stop trying to do better. And don't worry what others think. Tune in next Thursday to hear about our next featured woman and discover why she's one of Seneca's 100 Women to Hear. Seneca's 100 Women to Hear is a collaboration between the Seneca Women Podcast Network and iHeartRadio with support from founding partner P&G. Have a great day. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. Give your glucose alerts and readings from the G7. Do not match symptoms or expectations. Use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.